Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast, I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 51 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. Okay, so if I were to take a public poll and ask people, and I mean people of all ages, if they ever heard a song by Jackie Brenston, my guess is that most people would say no. If I then played his biggest hit, my guess would be that no one had ever heard it. His big song, by the way, was called Rocket 88. Now, here's the thing. Musicologists and podcasters like Chris Levine will tell you that Rocket 88 is often considered to be, if not the first, one of the first songs that would provide the sound that would soon be called rock and roll. It was all there, and it was very much an obvious link between R&B, what used to be called jump music, and early rock and roll. All right, so let's continue our experiment here. Let's say I was to take another poll, go out in the public, talk to people of all ages, and ask them if they ever heard of an artist named Elvis Presley. My guess is that not only would most know him, but would probably either know or recognize one of his songs and would probably know what he looks like. The point, Elvis became absolutely a huge star. But would there be an Elvis if not for Jackie Brenston and others just like him? Maybe not. Probably not. He probably would have been a country artist with tinges of gospel in there. Anyway, this same exact phenomenon happened in the 1980s. If I were to take a public poll and ask the general public who the Pixies are, many wouldn't know, and even fewer would probably be able to name or recognize a song from them. But if I ask the same people who Nirvana was most would know. Most could probably name a song, could recognize a song, and would probably know at least what either Kurt Cobain or Dave Grohl looks like. And just like Jackie Brenston and Elvis, there really wouldn't have been bands that sounded like Nirvana without the Pixies. And they'd be the first to tell you that. In fact, when interviewed about their huge breakthrough song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Kurt Cobain said that essentially that was his attempt to write a Pixies song. 
Well, this time on Psychology on Vinyl, we're going to delve into the second studio album by the Pixies, released in April 1989, called Doolittle. The first song, Debaser, is based on a surreal film that came out in 1929 called Unchi and Andalou. The second song, Tame, that would follow this is really interesting because it has a formula that goes from quiet to loud to quiet to loud. And remember, this is 1989. Tame and a lot of others on this record is literally like a do-it-yourself grunge starter kit. Because that's what music did after that. But beyond that, one other thing that Nirvana quite obviously have in common with the Pixies is that their songs have melodies. See, punk rock makes having a melody optional in many cases. That's not a criticism. It's just not about that. It's so much more a case of letting something out aggressively, naturally. However that happens... And that's what you get. But both bands had it in them to write songs as catchy as the Beatles. With Nirvana, that put them over the edge. Their songs were hard, very punk rock in origin. But they were so melodic. I mean, even something as dark and edgy as Heart-Shaped Box is something you can sing along to. Now, for an example of how conventionally melodic a Pixies song can be, listen to Here Comes Your Man. It's on this record. This was, I guess, what you could call a bit of a hit for them, which must have been funny because if people bought that record based on that song, it's really the only song that's going to sound like that on this record. But there's such a huge influence moving forward the Science Direct website says that despite the range and power of its influence, the norm of respect itself receives too little respect in that people commonly underestimate its impact on behavior. To their credit, this was never a problem for Nirvana. Collectively, they praised and brought positive attention to the Pixies. Another similarity, both bands had senses of humor. From Nirvana's In Bloom video to the song on this record called La La Love You. The darker songs obviously have a light at the end of the tunnel. Now, I know I'm talking a lot about Nirvana here, and this is supposed to be an album review of the, of the Pixies, but it doesn't stop just with them. This happened too. Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction went to a festival in another country and saw a huge crowd going crazy, knowing all the words and singing along to Debaser on this album, and wondered at the time why America didn't have festivals like this. So he subsequently returned home and started the Lollapalooza festivals that would help define the alternative music scene 
shortly thereafter for quite some time. The pixies were there. Just like they lit a fire under the future nirvanas, basically everything that encapsulated alt-rock, they had something to do with it. There's an old quote that says that not a lot of people heard the Velvet Underground, but everyone that did started a band. Well, David Bowie was quoted as saying the same thing happened in the 80s with the Pixies. And it just seems to be very true. This record, simply put, it, it rocks. And, and, and maybe one last thought. Frank Black, the singer-songwriter in this band, a.k.a. Black Francis, born Charles Thompson, he never looked like a rock star. I mean that in an endearing way. He, he, was, he was any other kid that I could have gone to school with. He, he could have been me or you. In my world... That was a huge deal and a motivator. Anyway, so the next time you hear Jailhouse Rock or Don't Be Cruel or Hound Dog, by all means, enjoy Elvis Presley. But remember Jackie Brenston. And for the fun of it, the next time you're driving in your car and you hear All Apologies or Come As You Are or Lithium, Enjoy it, but remember the Pixies. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist, and for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Pixies Doolittle Playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Pixies Doolittle. Here's the 15 songs. Debaser, followed by Tame, Wave of Mutilation, I Bleed, Here Comes Your Man, Dead, Monkey Gone to Heaven, Mr. Greaves, Crackety Jones, La La Love You, Number 13, baby, there goes my gun, hay, silver, and gouge away. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Pixies Doolittle. We like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Chicopee, Massachusetts, which the Pixies are from Massachusetts. That's pretty cool. And Pacifica, California. I'm from California. This is beyond coincidental. Welcome to Refresher. We're so happy that you guys are new listeners to our show. And thank you to all those who've been listeners. I can't tell you how fulfilling it is to, to, to see the demographics just grow on, on this program. Hey, did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they actually can help improve your mood? Well, Leafy 
is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Now, they don't just sell the containers, which you can just get one by itself if you want to. They also have plants. But, but the thing is, is that it's not just plant sales. There's a concept here. They want you to take your pet plant to go. This, this guy will fit in your, in your cup holder in your car or in your backpack cup holder. And it's just a, a great icebreaker and a conversation piece. Check out the videos on their website. It'll help explain what I'm talking about. Their awesome website is leafy.com. It's spelled L-E-A-F-V-E.com. Once again, that is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. We also want to say thank you to our friends at DesignCraft. They're at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out samples of their unbelievable work at designcraft.com and check out their spelling. It is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T. I said it before, and I'm always going to say it. It's I don't mean to be redundant, but to me, it's just very important. This show simply would not exist without you. I started it, but you're the one that keeps the fuel in the car. If you could all continue to do me a favor and let your friends know about this podcast. Also, if, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. Now, that's only if you're inclined to do so. I know money is tight these days, and I also understand that not everybody wants to do that. Whether you can or can't or want to or don't want to contribute to this podcast financially, just feel free to listen and enjoy it anytime. It's yours. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. Well, until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.